I am Laura McCowan, and I am Holly Whitaker, and this is Home Podcast. (laughs) It's so funny because I'm going so fast right now. Um, Yeah, you're like 60 speeds faster than me. (laughs) It's funny because I can feel you all the way over there. I was driving to um, get cream for the coffee really quick because I didn't have any I couldn't do this without coffee yeah and I was like oh my god she's moving so fast I can feel it (laughs) yeah I am I was like um I got here and I checked in I'm in Rome and I I got to and and like let's like actually set it up like I Mm -hmm. left from we just were hanging out yesterday but I just saw you in a cab um Mm -hmm. yeah like on the way to JFK and dropped you off yeah it wasn't that long ago Mm -hmm. um and um, and then I went in and I went to go check in and I was at British Airways and they actually it was an American Airlines flight chartered through British whatever so I had to go to the, I had to go to the another terminal and then I go to the other terminal and like then I had to get some stuff done for work and then like as soon as I hit send on like getting the stuff done for work I boarded the plane and then the, there was like no delay in anything do you know what I mean like it just went yeah um, it's like boom. Yeah. yeah. And then I got here and it's 7 a.m. I got here at 7.30 and then I took a train into the city, into Rome, and then I came and got into my apartment and then there were cleaners here. So then I ran and got um, breakfast and then I ran back here. And like there's <laughs> and like it's funny because I don't know um, why, but there seems to always be a lot of people on canes. Um, a lot of old Italian people in canes um, everywhere. And so it was like when you see that and you're weaving in and out of that, it's a really big yeah. check. <laughs> to like, How fucking fast you're going? Or why do you have – you know what I mean? Like I actually yeah. – um, my energy Where lights up here, but I'm slow here. And I'm like actually still on like New York speed. Um, yeah. The breath. Oh, you said the funniest Ooh. thing on that. In the cab on the way to the airport yesterday. What I say? Well, first, first of all, we now because we've traveled a bunch together. Um, we were all we were just at she recovers, by the way. If that wasn't obvious to people that were, well, it wouldn't be obvious. Some no, people know there's that, a lot of but, people that were there, but not you know. But I mean, right? So, <laughs> not, so not all of them. Right. So we were just at She Recovers in New York, and we're going to spend this um, episode kind of talking about that. But first of all, we have traveled enough together that I uh, do, you know, that I do like, where am I in the most pain, in the most hell? When you're in the back seat of a cab. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're like, right. I'm miserable. Yes. And, I always have to lay down. And so <laughs> you you were like, I was laying down and I can hear you like do this thing when you're texting or posting, you kind of talk to yourself. Like you, you say the words that you're posting, <laughs> I always, <laughs> but yeah. not words. Like I couldn't understand. It's just like these really 
I talk whenever I like when Melissa Febo said that she talks out loud when she writes, I do the same thing. And I didn't want to say like, I do that too, because that felt a little stalkerish already. Um, but I do, I speak my words out loud when I'm typing them, especially when I'm responding to people because I'm, and I'll say like, Oh, Hey honey, if I'm typing like, Oh my love, I'll say, Oh my love in the same intonation that I'm typing it with. Anyways. I had this, like I was in that hellish cab ride or car ride and, I was like, oh, it's this weird, like, dream state. I'm like, stop, go, barf, don't throw up. And then Holly's talking um, to her phone. And I sit up because we're almost there. To the Instagram. Yeah, to the Instagram. And I was like, what are you doing? You're, like, posting. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get – you're like, okay, you can get out now. Oh, no, first you said – the thing that you said, you go, I'm afraid if I lived in New York, I'd be manic. And I – I was just like, I had two two words. I can't talk in these situations. I was like, you would. <laughs> well, it's Bye. true. I would implode. Yeah. God saved, I would too. God saved <laughs> me from, from New York by making that whole thing happen last year. Because it's true. When I'm there, I don't sleep. Um, I can't like I, – I overbook myself. I don't stop. And I didn't this time either. Like I didn't stop. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're in Rome. I thought you were going to say the funny thing was that when I was that I said, God, I'm going to lay down and close my eyes. I'm going to sleep on the way to the airport. And then, um, as I was get working my way towards that, you, um, (laughs) you laid on my lap and went to sleep. Uh And so I, I thought you were going to say something about that but maybe you just didn't even notice that that was funny too. i was like well i guess not I guess anyway not. i guess i'm just gonna talk to it's the worst i i hate it when i think about traveling to new york i actually have to think about the the cab ride because it's you know no matter where you fly in jfk or LaGuardia or whatever it's always like a 45 minute to an hour ride at least wherever yeah. you're you know to get into the city which is why I often take the train, which takes like four times longer, but it's so much better for me. Um, it's really funny. So. I like riding in the back of cars and I didn't have a car for forever in San Francisco and um, Uber came, I mean, Uber came out really, they were, I think they were the second city. Uh, San Francisco mm-hmm. is the second city that it came out and um, it was like a godsend because I'd been barred from the city car share or zip car. And, um, I've lived in the backseat of car, you know, like I'm used to it and I yeah. love it. Well, you it. can do whatever you can like, Oh God, no, it makes, it's like, it's the worst for me. I feel sick immediately. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. So. I know. <laughs> we know, we know this. Aware. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I, you're in Rome. I'm in Rome. Back I, we had, I didn't stop either, but we had very different. I did not fly to Rome. I just flew home. Yeah. And right when I got home, like within two minutes, uh, Alma came back to me, which was wonderful. Um, but, you know, I went right into that. And, um, and I'm spinning. Like I have, I have so much on my mind. Like I woke up, we planned to record this. It's really early, but I, um, yeah, because I usually am the one that has gets the early stick, and so now right. we stuck it on you. Early sticker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I would have woken up anyway. I woke up 
uh, even before I was like, I just have so much in your head uh, on my mind. Yeah. What do you have weekend, on your mind? Just, so, um, my book, uh, I, I have a lot that like came through or came up this weekend, um, for my book, which feels great, but also very urgent, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't do any of that last night. I couldn't, uh, one of the things I am really trying hard to do is not do that with all my, like, she doesn't like it when I work now. She actually asks me not to, you know, she even asked me not to look at my phone. Yeah. Um, so I, I really am trying not to do that because that sucks um, for her. And I, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do that. So I had to kind of make some lists last night and just keep uh, putting things to the side. And so I woke up this morning like, whoosh, let's go. Um, so that is on my mind. And just I also have a lot, a lot to do. You know, I have a lot of work going on. I have a, a lot of travel coming up. Like next week we'll be in San Francisco. And I, I'm also traveling to North Carolina. And Alma has like a play this week. And there's, there's a lot happening. Is Kate Northup oh, coming to your workshop in Maine? She is. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm going to meet her for the first time, much in, in person. So I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm a a lot of. I haven't really talked about that workshop. So, hey, people, Portland, Maine, this coming <laughs> Saturday. I haven't talked about it. It's a. I just asked what registration was, and it's it's going to be a smaller one, which is totally fine with me. Um, but there's a few people I talked to this weekend that weren't aware that that was happening. So yeah, Saturday, Portland. Awesome. What's it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And How can people I, sign up for that on your website? On my website. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, where do you want to start? You want to just talk about? Well, I think we just talked about this weekend because I think it was a really um, – yeah, I think we talk about it, and um, I don't know how to talk about it because we haven't really planned it. We never really do episodes where we don't write out some sort of framework. Something, right. Right, but why not? Because right. and fuck it's, it. What, it feels good to do that at the end of this because it's, like, fresh and whatever. Um, okay, why don't, I ju- why don't we just ask each other a few, like, surprise questions? Like, I won't tell you what I'm going to ask you because we're recording. Okay. <laughs> so who was your favorite? What was the favorite talk that you heard? Marianne. If you have one. Well, yeah. I mean, like, Glennon's talk is like, there. It's that's like saying there was a bad talk, you know? And I've no, heard, I've okay. heard all we're three of those there women. No bad talks. There were no bad right. talks. And, and let's also be clear. I saw Anne Dowsett talk. I saw, but she was giving a workshop. So I'm not including that. I loved Anne's workshop. It was amazing. Um, I did not catch Elena at all. And I guess she talked twice. I didn't catch Nikki. Um, and I saw Glennon on Friday night. And then I saw Gabby Bernstein on mm-hmm. Saturday night. And then I saw Marianne on Sunday. And I've, I mean, I've seen all three of them talk. I've seen Gabby talk a lot. And I also have purchased a lot of her like 
you know, televised or not televised, but recorded ones. Like, and I'm a subscriber to her monthly membership service and I've read all yeah. of, you know, and uh, Marianne, I've seen, you know, I've watched her live streams. A lot of people don't know this, but Marianne gives free live streams every week. You just go to Marianne.com and you can sign up and get a free live stream. And I donate a little bit of money to her wild, every month. Right. It's like crazy. you can watch her every week. You can watch her every week and she does it live as well. Um and she did it live in LA so I caught her a couple times in LA and before she moved to New York and now she gives them live in New York so you can go and watch her every week. Mm-hmm. Um and I So you missed so that let's just say you, so you didn't see Elizabeth Vargas. Which I, I saw didn't either. a little bit of Elizabeth Vargas but I'd already seen Elizabeth Vargas at, at Aiden's house. I was like right, right. sitting Indian style in front of her and so um, right. I don't think you can say Indian style. I was sitting cross-legged. Um, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I, I know. try no, really hard can. not to say yeah. it. And, um, I don't usually say, say cross-legged. Um, but I was, yeah. So I've seen Elizabeth Vargas before. And so I, you know, Gabby's talk was great. And, um, as she always is. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Glennon was great, you know, as she all like, as she always is. And and um and the reason that I think Marianne was um that I that it resonated the most is because I've like not been watching her live streams. I haven't been um I haven't been I haven't been reading, you know, I've read through like the entire Course of Miracles a couple times now and I haven't been through it in a while and I've never done the, like, to be clear, I've never done the workbook. Um, I've never, I'm not that disciplined. Um, but I am a course of miracle student and I have been for years and I usually read, like I used to read a couple of pages every morning and I've gone, gotten away from that. And I haven't listened to Marianne talk in a while. And, um, I just forgot, you know, like my love for her stems from like her just, she tells it straight up. And she also tells it in a way that's not um, – where she doesn't take anything away from anybody. Meaning she can – you know, she was talking oh, really? a lot about meds. She was talking a lot about meds and um, psychopharm. Prescription meds. Yes. Yeah. Uh, psychiatric meds, mental illness, uh, mental health, uh, depression. And I've never heard her talk about it. And it made me really nervous mm-hmm. because I was sitting in that room with a lot of women who most likely are on some sort of medication or at least a, a high percentage of them, you know, because our our people have a, you know, higher incidence, higher rate of, of uh, depression, anxiety and, you know, and sleep disorders. And so it was a really sensitive subject. And, you know, I thought that she handled it um, in a very jarring way, but also in a way that didn't really steal anything from anybody, I hope. And I and some, some of you guys might feel differently. And I'd love to actually hear about that. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I'd love to hear you guys. When we post this, I'd love to hear comments. Um, we, you can make leave comments on SoundCloud um, about yeah, that. If or you just do, write us. Or just write us. Cause I am really curious about any of you, if you felt that she did take something away or if that did like, you know, if that hurt. Um, but yeah. I, I thought her talk was just convicting and she like, um, like Casey, um, hi Casey posted on Facebook. Like she went to, mm-hmm. like she said, Marianne Williamson took me to church yesterday. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she did. Cause she's a preacher. And, um, and also there was just – she got into the social justice issues and everything. And I wanted – I almost mm-hmm. wanted to ask the question like – because I also still feel like what she was saying, it, which is what I believe, it, which is we're woke, right? We, when you get sober, you get woke, right? And when you start on this path, like you start to – it's not like – 
I've been reading a lot about recovery lately and I have a like recovery is like returning to like, there's this idea. It's like, um, like you're recovering, you know, and, uh, to, to some state that you were before and you're not, you know, you evolve. It's an evolutionary yeah. process. It's not, you know, you're not recovering something that was there before, like, unless we're talking about like your spirit or your soul, but you're like, it's an evolutionary process. It's your, your, you know, you become a really conscientious, uh, you know, citizen and you can't look the other way and you, um, you know, it's, it's like this process of, of awakening to the world around you and other people's pain and the suffering around you. And so, um, I think that that is a really important thing because I do believe that we're, you know, when we go through this, we really can't, you know, like Glennon wrote that post on canaries in the coal mine. You can't go back into this, like, we'll get, we'll stop drinking and drugging, right? But we're not going back to the world that we came from. We can't leave it. Like, mm-hmm. we can't go back to what we, what we came from. We have to be, you know, agents of change in some form. And so I believe that, but also the last six months, if it's taught me anything, it's also that, you can't put the pressure on people that are in some of the most fragile places of their lives and say, right. you know, you've got to go out and march and, you know, and start, you know, running for office or, you know, <laughs> and, um, and be, you know, be like watching every single, you know, like C-SPAN, <laughs> like, um, you know, it's just this, there is a delicate balance for people that are just like trying to fucking get out of bed in the morning and yeah. just trying to tie their shoes and pay their, like, just like pulling it together in the very early stages of sobriety. You're focused on one thing and that's your, that is your sobriety. That is your health. And, um, and I think that what, what I'm trying to get to is I love what she was saying. And then I started to just get that nervous feeling of like, I don't want people, it's like our people to feel like they're not doing enough because they're not, you know, out there doing, um, you know, some sort of social justice or social advocacy yet. And, um, she also said though, I totally agree. She also said though that, or no, maybe it wasn't her. Maybe you remember who said this, but that getting, you know, recovery or sobriety is really, is like the truest form of social justice there is. I, yeah, I don't, was she, did she say that? Cause I remember either, um, I was, I don't know this, like the whole thing is someone said it. I know it kind of (laughs) blends together, but that's how, you know, anyway, I totally agree. Not to, Well, the work we do on ourselves, right? Like the work that we do Mm -hmm. on ourselves, like cleaning up, cleaning up our, our lives. And I think she did say that, right? Which is, I believe that was her, where she said something to the effect of when you like just, um, you going out into the world, you know, as a, as a, a happy person, right? Like as a, you know, like she, like there was that component of it, like absolutely. Like you being a, like, you know, like here's a great example, like, I went through, I just traveled after that whole thing and people in airports are awful, you know, Mm -hmm. like they like literally this man like pushed me and this woman out of his way to get down the escalator first because there's this onslaught of people coming off of the plane and, and they channel you through customs here. And, um, and I, you know, and like, it's just so surprising how people treat each other, um, uh, when they're in airports, people are really tired and they're, you know, like their space is invaded and Rushed this and guy right. that was sitting next to me, he and his girlfriend were really like, just, you know what I mean? Like the, like, I, I feel like I, I just was kind of put in it, but I wasn't like adding back to it. 
you know, like I just, I was in a mm-hmm. really, I'm in a good place. And usually when I travel, I don't give it back to people that, you know what I mean? I can usually actually send people peace when they're, when they're that way and, and recognize that they're, that's not stemming from kind like a, a happiness. Um, and what it like kind of got me was like this, when that man pushed me and this woman out of our way, we both then like our first reaction was to like, then put like kind of move in front of each other. And we both stopped and grabbed each other's hand and looked at each other and said, you go first. And then laughed because like neither, like we just like caught ourselves. And um, so I think like bringing it back to that, that right there is like, like, um, oh, I know why I was thinking about it. Cause I did a podcast. I did an interview with Biddy Tarot that I didn't even know was up and it's really good. Um, but like I, we talk in that, I was talking about how, when you are, um, like when you begin to wake up and you begin to like have this like elevated consciousness, you just like, I, I think I, I said, and I am quoting myself. I think I said, if, if everybody did this kind of work on themselves, there would be no wars. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we wouldn't like, if everybody was doing this type of self-actualization and this spirit like seeking and this, like, and this like whole, like this holistic, you know, Anyway, um, so I do, I do believe Marianne said something about that. And I do, and I agree, like when we do this work on ourselves, if everybody did this work, then the world would be in a much different place. But, um, anyway, so I loved what she said. I did just like wonder if she was talking, um, you know, because she's not sober and like, I, I mean, I don't think she drinks, but I don't think she's ever had a substance abuse problem. And I, um, was just wondering if, if some of it was, um, you know, just kind of like our talk with Kelly Brogan, you know, just like, um, yeah, just, um, I want to earmuff, you know, a little bit, like a couple maybe, parts. I right. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. I, um, there was a part at the end where I felt the same. It was like, I wish she would have, but you know what? It's fine. It to is. me, it's like, yeah. it's like, you know, I also appreciate the straight delivery of what she's thinking, you know? And not- Oh my God. It was, no, I had no problem with anything that she said. I was just saying, um, no, I get it. Yeah. 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 I totally get it. Yeah. Um, I liked her. I liked, um, well, what do you want to ask me? I want to ask you um, a really hard question. What didn't you like about the weekend? What was hard for you? Oh, boy. I know. Didn't see that coming, did you? <sighs> didn't. Well done. Well played. <laughs> I So there were a couple things for me, you know, personally speaking, these this type of stuff for me is very, very hard. And I think – a lot of people felt the same way, but just, you know, speak, speaking for myself, um, I, I'll, I'll say a personal thing and then I'll say, you know, like a, like a, a thing about the actual event. I get really, really overwhelmed, um, to the point, like you have the re- reaction when you go to New York, like you, rise up to the speed that everything is moving, you know, mm-hmm. and you sort of just roll with it and play with it and, and ride it out. Um, and I have always had the opposite. I mean, I, I drank 
for the first two dozen times I went to New York. So I was able to like rise up or that was my way of dealing with all the, the energy. But since I've been sober, my experience of going there is like, I shut down fast, like really fast, almost immediately. Um, cause it feels like too much. And this was like that times a hundred, um, because we walked into, you know, Friday night and, uh, or Thursday, whatever, Friday night. And, it was, there's so, it was amazing. You know, there's all this anticipation. There's all these people that we've never met. There's, uh, and, and have talked to online sometimes for years. And there are, um, you know, it's also the, like, what is this going to be? And, um, all of that. And then we, we went into, um, right into like a meet and greet thing. And that we we weren't prepared for and we're late for and didn't, yeah. Yeah, that we were, we came from our hotel, we were late for, we didn't really know what it was going to be like. Um, and it, um, you know, it ended up being like, we were talking to people, or we were talking to people for two hours, and which, I mean, I want to say it was like, the best, it was, it was great, but it was um, not, I was not prepared for that, really. <laughs> yeah. And so, that part for me, like I, I had to go sleep for four hours in the middle of the day on Saturday. I just, I struggle with it really, really hard. I don't, I don't do very well. Um, cause there's, I have my own internal stuff going on. Like I had a really hard week personally, yeah. um, a really hard week. And then, you know, going into that much energy is just, I struggle hard. I would, I want to be like able to just roll with it, but I can't. And I was saying to you guys at dinner, you and Anna and Lisa, like this is kind of what I had to do for my job for 15 years. I mean, I had to be on, I had to be the person that was on and just stayed in the room, you know, the proverbial room, like the meetings or the events or the, uh, whatever. And I had to not just be there, but I had to like hold it, you know, and lead it. And, and, um, that's, I mean, I drank at, I drank at that yeah, in such a big way. And so being in, and this is obviously a different kind of event, but it's the same, you know, it's, um, I wasn't like having to lead anything, but I was, I, I realized like, holy shit, this is, uh, this is the stuff I used to drink through. Yeah. That feeling inside me, the exhaustion, the overwhelm, the, um, well, having, it's also the the responsibility, right? Like mm the, yeah. Yeah. Even if it's just perceived responsibility. Yeah. Yeah, It's, I feel, yeah. So, so that was, that was it for me. I mean, that was, that was definitely the, the downside. Um, okay. For you. Mm-hmm. Oh. What was your, what was your, do you have like a couple favorite moments? Like not from the speakers, but oh, from. Oh yeah, because the, the speakers weren't my favorite moments. My, my favorite right. moments were like, I, um, this is actually great because this kind of gives me the space to talk about um, what you just talked about, which was for me, I went into that 
like it's really interesting because for the last few years I have like come to this awareness and, and conclusion about myself that I am really um f- I get fried by people and I have been like really um uncomfortable being out of my comfort zone. <laughs> I mean that's not wait. I've been of course anybody has. Um I've been really um attached to my kind of solitude and my um and not having people in my life and I'm very I like keep it tight. And I don't like to spread. I'm very careful with my energy. And people take the, like, they just, they take a lot out of me. Like, not, you know, not recovery people. Like, all people. Like, my mom. Like, my right. sister. Like, my friends. Like, you know, uh, everybody. Um, I just um, have been really protective of my energy in that way, especially because of what I do for a living, right? And how many people I talk to as part of my work. Um, it's online. So, I keep it very close, um, in my personal life. And I think like, so I was going into this just expecting that I was going to be really overwhelmed by this and feel, um, like, and be depleted immediately and feel super overwhelmed. And then, and then that thing, that moment, right. Where we walk in and we're like, we have a table and, um, we're standing there and then we're in a room for two hours talking to, to people. Um, I was like, bring it on. And so, um, I think for me, like one of the, like I had the moments, I'll get to the, like the question that you asked, but for me, I had a much different response and I always feel like you do so much better with people. And I feel like I'm just this very, um, <laughs> frigid tight, you know, whatever, not frigid. Cause I'm not, I'm warm, I know what you mean. But no, I would feel not. like I'm just like scared very easily by people. And um, I was – that did not happen. And I was like turned on by it. And I just wanted to talk to everybody. Like I literally I wanted to get a chance to talk to everybody. And um, I was not expecting that. That's because that has not I been know. how I have felt for the last few years. And then it just like – like I've almost sold myself on a story in some way <laughs> right? that I Isn't can't that deal with people. And I, then we were at dinner and I was like, I had forgotten that I, in the beginning of my career, when I went into accounting, I also did recruiting for Deloitte, like for years, like as when I was an intern and beyond, I was always heavily involved in all of the recruiting stuff. And, um, cause I loved talking to people. And also I was like one hell of a networker. And, um, so I like forgot that that part actually is, um, that I get energy off of it and right. that I love it. And, yeah. um, and I love connection in, in that way. Um, but I think like, I'm like, I've been trying to think about this. So I, I think it's because a lot of it has to do with the fact that for the last four years as well, I've been in a lot of situations where people don't understand me at like, like I've been, yeah. it was like this kind of realization that in the last four years I've been in most situations in my real life, really invisible. Like, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like around mm-hmm. in the, when I'm around people, like my family, for instance, I was telling people, um, I'm not used to, like people knowing what I do or talking about mm-hmm. what I do because in your personal life, in my right. personal like life, in, your, in, a, in, in my real life, life. right? Like in my non-online, mm-hmm. whatever life in my like real life, because, um, 
because most people close to me don't know what I do. And, um, and so I just, I like, I need to process this and actually like think about it and kind of dig into it because it was a really like surprising thing for me that I, um, could have gone all day talking to everybody and I wanted to talk to everybody. Like, do you know, like everyone and I, um, yeah. And so I think it's just because I've sold myself on this because I've really felt because I felt really un not 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 accepted, but just like kind of black sheepish still, you know, and and not like just like I kind of show up places and I never talk about my life, like what I like, which and this is my life, like this stuff that I do with you and and my school and I'm like that's my fucking life, and you so um, so it was like I think like part of it is I think for one of the first times I got to go and stand in the with the people. Um, and I'm really tired. So everyone knows, but I got to actually stand in, um, a space where, uh, I felt really accepted and, and I got to connect with people about what I do. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, and that was just, and I had, and I, and, and not only that, like there was just so much love in that space. Like there was just, Like it was being in a, in a, in a sea of people that were kind and that were mm-hmm. like, were looking out for each other and that like, um, I don't know. It was just a different, it was much different than I anticipated. It was not, there was no, it wasn't walking into a scene, you know, for me. And I know that I am, I know that I'm also fortunate in that, you know, because I, you know, have the blog and the podcast. So a lot of the women there knew who I was. And so it was, you know, and, and I know that not every woman that went there, you know, I know a lot of people went there by themselves and not every woman walked in and was, and felt seen. Um, right. and I think that right. that was like another hard part that, you know, I think I, I want to talk about a little bit, um, I, because it's, you know, anyway, but for, for me, I think the best moments were the moments where I got to talk to people and, um, I still don't know. And for those of you who I talk to, like, I, um, that, like, it's so hard to move from being so happy to see you and so excited to, like, just get to hug people in real life to then also kind of taking in, like, the, the, the gravity of the work that we're doing and how we touch each other's lives. And so, like, the, the hardest part, like, um, was, was, um, you know, laughing about, like, seeing somebody and connecting the dots and then also (laughs) moving very quickly into, like, how important we are to each other for whatever Mm -hmm. reason. And, like, Mm -hmm. it was just so much to process so quickly. So forgive me, um, if I, if I ever, like, didn't move fast enough with that. Um, but I think, like for me it was honestly like there were just some moments where somebody came up to me and we just had a really sweet conversation about stuff that I don't know this Mm -hmm. so anyway I know no that's well said I mean I know you feel like jumbly but it's exactly right like the um I've said this before right it's it's like confusing almost it's like (laughs) You're, it's like, it's, um, because what we do, I've said this to someone the last day, uh, or the last night she came up and said, thank you. And was talking about how she's going through a divorce right now. And 
it's all like we're like laughing and smiling and then you shift to the you know the reason why we're there is because we've fucking been through hell right all of us all of us right yeah i know all of us. and it's so hell. weird because everybody's there and they're actually happy you know like that that's it's so hard to remember it was so hard right. to take stock right of that that we well, because all have been also, through war <laughs> yeah it's also there's so much joy now, you know, there's all those things stand together at the same time. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's, um, trippy (laughs) when you're having these conversations. Cause it's like, you we're so, you said it perfectly. We're so happy to see each other and to get to meet. And then it's like, Oh, and the reason we're here is because we have all been through hell. Yeah. Because we all almost died or, you know, like, yep. it's just, um, you know, like, if you think about it, like, I mean, it's not uncommon to get letters, you know, like, about suicide attempts, multiple rehabs, lost marriages, mm-hmm. lost, you know, mm-hmm. like, relationships with, with children, right? Right, Be, right, like, like, the stuff that, like, um, you know, the shame and all of the stuff that comes along with this is there's, there's a, a very large you know, like there's a huge wound and there's also like lots of scars, right? And lots of deep stuff. And then so so much pain. And then at the same time, um, there is, there's so much love and there's so much joy and, and also hope and all of it. And so it is, it's a lot, it's a very, you know, it's a, it's a very large, um, there's a lot going on. And, um, anyway, so, so yeah, so my favorite, (laughs) one of my favorite, yeah. One of my favorite albums. Um, and I think I said this to you during the the thing, one of my favorite albums by band of horses is called everything all the time. (laughs) And that's, it's always been my favorite because it's like, that's how I feel about life. Everything, uh, almost always, time. everything, all, all the time. time. That's what yeah. we're going to talk, or it's what we're, we're going to calling this episode. everything all the time. Yep. Um. Yeah. So I think um, I want to say my favorite moments were just like the um, like any time I got to talk, like all of my favorite moments were any time that I got to have um, just a, like a one on one moment, or even sometimes it was three on one. Um, but like just any time I got to have any I sort see. of interaction, <laughs> shut up. Um, any time yeah. I, I got to have any sort of interaction, um, it just felt like, and it it just felt like home. You know, it really did. It felt like it felt like we were living in Silver Village. Um, I know. We do have to make that T-shirt, by the way. <laughs> Didn't we make it, Silver Village resident? Resident Silver Village, we did. And like Laura Silverman bought one and I never bought one. And then we stopped making them. We did it like on a t-shirt campaign. Oh my God. You're right. The first one. Yeah. And only 10 people bought them. And I know Laura Silverman did because she posted it and I never fucking bought one. And so we're going to have to remake it. I know. Residents over village. It's coming back guys. (laughs) Anyway. So I guess I, I think that's a really important to ask or important to ask. Oh my God. That is an important question to ask you. Can you talk about some of your like favorite moments? Yeah, it's totally the same. Um, that the moments I got to talk to people, but I, um, I'll do like really specific times because blanket statement, absolutely talking to people that I am getting to connect with everybody that came up to me or, that I even just saw, you know, sitting when we were watching something that was the best. 
Um, I loved um, having, I, I really loved having dinner with you and me and Anne Dowsett and Lisa Smith. Um, like that to me was so, it's one of those moments where you realize like my life is unrecognizable unrecognizable (laughs) to me you know I mean I a few years ago I remember reading drink which is Anne Dowsett's book on my couch the couch that's behind me I was not sober yet I was in the middle of the struggle and reading the that book and thinking, you know, we both read that, like we read that book, I think at the same time or around the same time. And it was just, it was like another one of those really defining moments for me reading that because I remember specific pieces of it so well and her talking about the loss of her relationship and her reading the T.S. Eliot poem that, um, the poem that goes, uh, don't hope, you know, hope would be hope for the wrong thing. Um, and she talks about how she read it in the car while she was writing with her ex, uh, who is now her ex, you know, the, the ex Jake, who is the great rip of her life, as she put it, um, her breaking with him and reading that and thinking, oh my God, this is one of my kindreds, this person, because that poem is something I'd had written down for years and years and years and years. And just like recognizing yourself in someone, but, but like with, like we do with books or, or I do with books or authors, it feels like someone that's so far away, like that, that island belongs to, that's where other people live. It's a place I'll never be able to touch. It's a place I don't, you know, like it's way out there. It's not, it doesn't, I'm not connected to it. What is her life? That, her, her, her yeah. writing that book, her mess, her being able to do that, her, um, meaning writing. Like I wasn't writing like that. I wasn't yeah. writing yet yeah. very much. And I would have never in a million fucking years thought that I would be sharing a hotel room with her and waking up and just talking like having coffee and pajama in our pajamas and talking about writing and stuff, you know? Yeah. And not having it be like, Oh my God, this is a thing. I don't belong here. Oh, what's happening? What's happening? It's happening. Just having it be like, this is what's happening now. Yeah. Like that blows my mind. And Mm. I had a, a few moments like that where I like pinched myself. It's like, Oh, this is, I, I, I made a post, um, I think the second night where it said the future has an ancient heart, uh, which is a Carlo Levi quote. Like, I, I can't believe this is my life and it feels like exactly like home also. Yeah. Like, I know. Like I can believe it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, somebody asked me on a um on Instagram recently, um when I posted Rebecca's um I just burped up chocolate croissant. Um when I um I normally not talk about what my burp smells like, but it smelled good. Okay. Um, um 
what <laughs> it I just went to one of the best whatever um uh she posted when I posted Rebecca's interview she said what is it like is this normal for you or does this feel weird and I was like and I had to think about it and I was like it feels normal and and not because it's not exceptional um and not because it's not special or exciting but because my life is still pretty normal. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. I am, I am not, I am very different. Um, but I'm also not that different. And, um, and my, and all of this is also everything. Like, I think, um, you know, the progression to, um, you know, to what this weekend was like, everything has been like, everything is just, it's kind of chugged along, you know? And, um, and it does. It feels like home. Like this feels very normal, and not in you know, and and um, I don't know. I, not, I I think it doesn't. I know what you mean. I'm trying to search for the word because it's not normal. normal. It's almost like normal is, not, is a stupid word, anyways. Nobody should ever use the word normal anymore. Um, right. It's like uh, it feels right. It like, feels right, and um, yes, and and it's also very like it is also. Um, you know, to like take a step back, like I, when we were at dinner the other night with Anne and Lisa, it's a good moment to kind of talk about it because, um, I, you know, both of them, um, I, you know, admire very much. And, um, mm -hmm. and I had to kind of step back and think, right, how do we know each other? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and like, I did have to, because it feels like it always was right. Right. And it also doesn't mm -hmm. feel like we came, it doesn't feel like we, do you know what I mean? Like to put that context around how we know each other and like the story of how we, you know, it doesn't, um, that mm -hmm. doesn't feel, that makes it feel weird. Like, Oh, right. 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 Um, That's, yes. Exactly. But like, but it in the actual like context of, of it and the actual like, um, moments, it doesn't feel weird walking in and seeing everybody didn't feel overwhelming um, in that way. It felt really, it felt right. like this is, of course, this is happening. And of course, this is going to continue to happen. And of course, you know, this is just where we start. And, um, and I, I have like the grandest, you know, expectations of it all. Um, but there are, but there are also right. moments, like there's also moments where I'm like driving around, like, I just bought health insurance, you know, I just paid off another credit card. I am, my credit score is like, I know like the finance stuff is very big because it's very surprising because I didn't expect for yeah, this to ever just happen in my life. That, right? Yeah. I never expected to be able to, like, I have, I have a car, I have a car payment, I have, you know, insurance, I have an insurance broker, I have a lawyer, I have an accountant, I have an employee, I have um, you know, like I, I'm able to move cities and I'm not sitting around freaking out about how I'm going to scrap it together, you know, and find the cheapest everything. And then like, you know, you know, like I'm actually going to fucking hire movers and I'm, and, and moving cities and getting a new apartment and worrying about somebody checking my credit score and all that shit. Um, you know, and it's just like, and I don't like, I, all my mail is opened and all my taxes are paid and, God. The mail, um, the mail. I know, but right, but right. Um, and so, and um, like, and it just, um, and like, I went the other day. I went and I met my mom for lunch. 
And I treated my mom to lunch and I was on time. I was like exactly on time. And I parked my car and I noted the amount of time I had. I haven't gotten a parking ticket. I mean, I used to fucking like roll in parking tickets. I had a I budget a parking, parking ticket. I mean, I'm- not literally, but I should have. And it was oh. in the hundreds of dollars. Oh, I used to pay. I used to get a parking ticket like at least once a week in San Francisco. I really kept mm-hmm. MTA in business. But like I, um, you know, I parked, I showed up on, I, I finished my, I went to, no, let me, let me just back all the way up. Woke up, went to yoga, did my work, took a shower, got cleaned up, went and met my mom, bought her lunch, was on time, parked my car in a place I remembered it, um, didn't get a ticket, you know, remembered that I had to go get into the car before it would get a ticket, drove her, dropped her off somewhere, got cash out of the bank, and this is the best part. My sister got married, and I had already gone, bought a wedding card, written out the wedding card and I had it in my purse and I went and got cash and I pulled it out and I said, and I showed, I was doing it while my mom was in the car and, um, she goes, um, did you already write the card out? And I said, yes, I did. And she was so impressed. And then I put the cash in the card and handed it to her and got the present to my sister before the wedding. And then I draw, I mean, like, then I, you know, it's like 5,000 miracles occurred that day. And then I went and I got my car washed on the way home because (laughs) it was kind of dirty and I had no (laughs) trash in it to throw away. And then, like, there was nothing. And, like, they, like, I didn't have to go to the bin and spend a half an hour tricking shit, you know. And then, and then I went home and I did my work and I packed for Rome and I got in a cab and I, like, you know what I mean? I packed for New York and Rome. The whole thing is crazy to me because I used to never make flights. I would always put it off. Like, I would always, like, pay, like, $500 to bump my flight for a day so I could just sit and, you know, anyway, the whole thing was, so when, like sitting like this whole thing was weird, but also so is that. That is like Fuck yeah, that's even I know, I know. Right? So <laughs> it's like um I can't like stuff like can like you know, is it weird to interview Rebecca Campbell or go like have Ando set in your hotel room? Sure, but it's also really weird to not be wanted by like credit agencies and, you know, be like a 40 year old woman borrowing, you know, I don't borrow money from my mom anymore, you know, and I like to float Mm -hmm. me in between my huge paychecks. You know, that right. I could never fucking <laughs> Anyways. We were laughing about that. I was like, God, I used to make this much every other week. And I had never I still had money. Never had money. Ever. Yeah. And I know. Oh, God. I so don't. You mean my, my friend, um, Kate, who has been my friend for like, just uh, forever, 17 years or something, stayed at my house the other weekend. Um, and she was like, okay, I need a a towel for the shower. I was like, Oh, they're in the closet. And she like (laughs) opened up the closet. There's folded towels. She's like, what is going on? What is happening here? Folded towels for a guest. (laughs) She's like, there's so many things happening here that I'm so confused about. I'm like, I know. But it's, and it is, it's like those small little things. And it's not even like that you were just doing that because Kate was coming. It's like you were doing it because that's what you do now. And it feels good. It doesn't – I would have thought that kind of stuff was, like, boring and annoying. And no, it's not. It's it, liberating and rebellious. It feels <laughs> so good to fucking take care of your life. It I know. feels so good. It mm-hmm. feels really – like, it feels like people are always, like, I'm afraid of being boring. And I was like, there's nothing boring about having your shit together. There is no, nothing – 
Like it is, Beautiful. it allows for like, it allows for all the other stuff. Like I'm not worried about my apartment and you know, like it's clean and like, I left right. my apartment clean and I threw, I went through my fridge before I left so that it, may, it wouldn't be stinky when I came back. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing, That's the flip side of that is like, wild. Is if it doesn't, if things don't happen, I'm not like, Oh my God, you know, it's just like, okay, I can't do it. Or it doesn't mean I'm like, it doesn't happen because I'm a failure. uh, I'm over (laughs) and I, you know, or drinking and I made a mess. It's just like, yeah, it's all right. You know? Right. But it it also, you don't use it like to, I mean, you don't even, I don't use like the other part of it too, is that I, it's a surprise to take it in. Right. Cause I'm not using that as a measurement of like, I, it is nice to reflect on and think about, and it's very surprising when you actually step back from it, but you don't usually step back from it. It's no longer a bar that measures. Like my apartment in the old days, my credit and all that stuff was a, was what I how I measured myself worth. I'm a mess. You know, I'm a fucking mess. Yeah, and, and I and don't. You're not doing all that stuff just to – like I always tried to – you know, you're not doing clean it up stuff. To clean to you hide up. your inside. Yes. Faster. You're not writing these like really like long, crazy like plans like this weekend I'm going to get out of debt, clean my apartment, finish that project in my bedroom. I'm going to like, you know, what you're not doing that just to, to like give this idea yeah. to yourself that you're that you're somewhat together. You're just you're doing it right. And it's not like and you're not even thinking about it. But then you notice it and you're like, oh, my God, I'm a grown up. And there's space for it. You can actually think like a little bit ahead and a little right. bit behind. And oh my God, it's, it will never stop blowing my mind. It, it is so, you're, the littlest things have been, I think, the most profound. All of those little tiny things. Yeah. I and agree. then there's moments where you're, you know, sitting there and having dinner with Anne and Lisa and you and, and that, and, and just for a moment, it's like, wow, okay, this is weird because it's not weird. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That is actually the, um, that's a very, that's like the best way to put it. It's weird because it's not weird. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, and, the, and that like, and that whole, like the whole, the whole thing this weekend, you know, and it's just, um, I mean, it's a beautiful trajectory that like, not just you and me and not just all the women that were there, but like this, like, but like our people, like it's a beautiful trajectory that we're on. And, and every day I see more and more women uh, like, you know, standing up in their real lives, um, you know, about what's going on with them and sharing their stuff, no matter what it is, it doesn't be chemical, you know, yeah. abuse or anything. You know, there's, there's just so many different stories that we have and you can just see this, like, I don't know. It's just, um, this weekend felt like the beginning of what's, you know, like that, like just a, a sneak peek at what's, what's in store. Coming. Yeah. Yeah. And I do want to say, because I, I, I'm hearing this little voice as we're talking, you know, in a way that says like, this is how great things are. Um, because they are very great, but at, at the same time, um, I'm almost three years sober, you're four years sober and it took so much time. It took so much time. And I am also like that, like I said, last week was one of the emotionally, the past month I would say is emotionally one of the most difficult I've been through in sobriety yet. So at the same time there it is also and it's really hard and it is daily it is not that it it just no 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 (laughs) once one person in my retreat um 
uh, in one of my retreats asked, so will I be happier? (laughs) (laughs) And I love that question because it's like, maybe, yeah, probably. Um, But you will also, you'll be, you'll be a lot of everything. I mean, happy is like a, a byproduct of feeling it's one of the 600 things that I feel every day. Yeah. Uh, yes, you will feel that more. I, I can almost guarantee that, but you'll feel everything more. And oh my gosh, I I have I have to read this little piece that I keep keep going. I, I, or no, well, just, I was, I'll, I'm going to go grab. Okay. Okay. Sorry, this just came to my mind um, as we were as we were talking, and I have to I have to comment on it because I read it it kind of summarizes everything that we just talked about. And I read it um, as I was like, t- I took a bath before the last morning. Um, yet th- like yesterday. And it totally summarizes what we were just saying. So just let me find it in a second. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. So this is, this is from Khalil Gibran's uh, the prophet. And it's the chapter or it's the the little essay on love. And it says, if you fear you would seek only love's peace and love's pleasure, then it is better for you to cover your nakedness and pass out of love's threshing floor into the seasonless world where you shall laugh, but not all of your laughter and weep, but not all of your tears. So the last part uh, into the seasonless world where you should laugh, but not all of your laughter and weep, but not all of your tears. And I sat there in the bed, uh, the bath and read that over and over again. And that's, that's how it feels. It's like I, you, you can, you know, before I got sober, I was laughing, but it wasn't all the way through. It wasn't all of my laughter and weep. uh, And I was weeping, but I was you know, it wasn't all the way through. It wasn't all of my tears. Mm. And so this feels like that, you know, it's like I weep all the way through. My pain is felt all the way, all the way through. And so is my joy. So is my laughter. No. And I think like, and I don't think that we really ever, I mean, if anybody ever listens to our podcast, I don't think people think we've, you know, I know. I just want. <laughs> I don't think we get that impression people, off at all. No, I know. But, I know. But, but people I, that are sitting there and they're like, "Fuck." I, well, I, no. I, but I there's feel- still right. Like the whole point of this is that it's never ending, right? Like what Meg Watterson said was like, "Let me never be to the point where I think my work is done." And I think when I was in really early, like when I was, you know, maybe a year or two in, um, you know, I really thought. I should have been somewhere by then and that like I shouldn't be petty or jealous or gossipy or mean or shallow or sad or any of this stuff. And um, and I had a really hard, you know, I, I mean, I, I really hit like a, a very big bottom when that happened. I mean, I, I probably was more depressed than I think I've ever been depressed. And, and all of this, like I would say like the best part of um, – I'd say like where, where I'm at now and I'm not going to speak for you, but where the, you know, where I'm at is, I mean, there, like, I know I could wake up, you know, in four hours at like, you know, just the other morning I woke, I posted, I woke up and it was like the best day. And then within a few 
hours, it was just the worst day. And, um, you know, and, and I know that in four, I'm so happy right now, but I also know in four hours, two hours a day, you know, like it just shifts, right? Like the guest house, like Rumi's the guest house, you know, and the, and these things come through us. And I think like the, like the biggest gift of it all, like to, you know, first of all, we're, we're going to be cleaning up, you know, and, and doing our human work because we're human, um, forever. Like I'm at one place right now, but I, you know, I don't even know what's in store for me. And, and in five years, I, I'll probably be looking back to this point thinking I had had it figured out. Right. And that's, and I haven't, you know, but it feels kind of like it for a minute, but it, but I also, you know, I know that like, you know, I'll look back at my writing and, my life and the things I was doing and the thoughts that I had. And, and I'll be like, Oh my God, if I just had known, you know, do you know what I mean? Like we keep thinking yeah, we have some totally. degree of figured outness and we don't, we never do. Um, but also like part of it is, is that like, just is, um, I think the best part of this is that, um, like is the learning of like the, the like, um, humility to never think that like, um, that anything is ever done or that like any, like that anything is a benchmark or anything, is, you know, it's just a matter of, um, you know, or that when, when we do feel like evil or, or petty or jealous or shallow, or like we, you know, are not where we're supposed to be, or all these things that we, you know, tend to feel that we also know that we're not that feeling, you know, we know that yeah. that's just like, it, yeah, going to actually like move through us and just teach us the thing that it needs to teach us and all that. So, um, but I know, yeah. I mean, I it's love like the, sorry, keep going. Yeah. No, it's like the Pema. I, I just thought of Pema when you said that. You know how she says, like, "No big deal." <laughs> no big deal. Like you feel, you feel, you know, depressed. No big deal. You feel joy. No big deal. In like the sweet way, you know, right. like don't take any of it too seriously. It's the middle. It's the middle path. Right. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, anyway, I think, um, I think it's like for, I don't even know how we got to where we are because we're not even talking about she recovers, but, um, well, we are, but we life are. is like, I don't know. I mean, like this weekend was just a, like it, it taught like the biggest things that, you know, the, the two biggest things I, I took away that I'll take away is that, and then I want to know what your two biggest takeaways are, but like my number one takeaway is that, I, um, can never tell myself a story about who I am because I still am figuring out who I am. And the fact that I've, you know, like kind of been holding on to this idea that, um, I'm a behind the scenes and I'm, and that I like really fearing, cause I do want to do speaking and I do want to, you know, I'm really do like, I'm writing, you know, I'm writing a book, like you're writing a book and I want to really connect with people. Um, and I've always just been afraid, like, I'm not going to be able to do that. And I've sold myself short on that. Like I actually, I, realize this weekend I like that's uh, that's got to be a huge part of my work is actually connecting with people in real life and and I think um you know for me it was just like so the biggest takeaway is not selling myself on a story that I you know that I think um that I that I you know like not hanging on and clinging on to this idea of myself when I'm still when I'm still like becoming um, and then the, the second takeaway of it was just that there's so much work to do. Um, you know, there's, there's so like, that was just 500 women and you know, how many women, you know, are need what, what we had this weekend. And, um, yeah. and so it was just this matter of, of knowing that we're in, we're in a movement and we're in a tribe and, um, and there's just, there's so much, 
um, runway. There's so much to build and, um, and that's terrifying, but it's also so exciting. Um, you know, especially, you know, what I really felt like was we were, we were there that we were, we were amongst, you know, a a very large network of, of women, you know, some that were there and some that were live streaming from their homes or someone that were, you know, had nothing to do with it, but we're just, you know, that, that we know through other means, like, um, we're part of a very, large network of women that are working like, you know, I mean, this is like what you and I kind of talked about in the cab, like, like the, the, you know, I mean, the speakers were really wonderful. Like they really were. Mm -hmm. Um, but Mm -hmm. the, but the, the people that will change, um, you know, the world, um, were sitting in the audience, um, -hmm. when it comes to shaping what, what recovery is. I mean, the the leaders in this are, were sitting in the audience. All of us were there. Um, you know, we're listening to really great teachers, but this is our movement and, um, and we're the ones that have been like on the ground floor of this, you know, and, um, you know, like, and Elena and Nikki and, you know, just there's, you know, there's, there's been people that work really hard and Dawn and Taryn and, you know, like, like, there's just, there's so many of us that, um, you know, all of us, all of us that, you know, listen to this and do this work are the ones that are changing that, um, are changing the way that, or changing what, what it will be for those that come after us, really. That's right. So those are my two big takeaways. Lots of work to do with a big, very big posse. And um, I am, I am um, forever surprising myself <laughs> with the limiting beliefs. <laughs> I love it. Myself. Yeah. I what love are that you, you had that experience me too. for you. Yeah, and I want to um, know what your two biggest takeaways were. So mine... Uh, one was similar internal, like an internal revolution. Um, and for me it was, I, I need to go in more. I need to, to turn in. I wrote about this a little bit last night on Instagram. I need to turn in, not outward, turn in, not outward, turn in, not outward. Um, meaning I, look, it's very easy to get caught up and it's very, um, it could be forever distracting to get caught up in what is happening outside of me. You know, I, I lived a lot of my life that way, like looking to other people. I keep thinking, I still keep thinking that other people have the answer for me, whether it's about my book whether it's about mostly about my book and about my work, like what direction should I go? Is this okay? Is it going to be received? Well, is it, you know, um, this person will, will make it happen for me. Um, I, like I need something outside of myself to get, get this done. Um, and it creates so much anxiety and so much uncertainty and so much self doubt And, and I also do that in a lot of other ways, you know, I do that in relationships, um, especially like with men, it's like, what do I do? What do I do? You know, Glennon had this really funny thing where she's like, women are consensus seekers. It's like, I'm going to ask everybody else what I, what I should do about this thing. And for me, I do the same, you know, I do that a lot and I also don't, but I still do it a lot. And 
my, what I was just screaming to me this weekend was just go, turn in, turn in, turn in, turn in. Like you, you know, you have this in you. Um, and it's waiting for you. You just have to turn in to and continue to turn in and not be afraid of doing that. Like afraid if I turn in, I'm going to lose ground or I'm going to miss something or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And that it's was trusting. I mean, it's the tr- it's the trusting of that you have all the answers already. Right, right. And that I, you know, and and that it's between me and God. Like that that is my relationship and my primary relationship. Um, I needed that. I really, really, really needed that to come through, and it did. So there's that. Um, And the other piece was my life, my work, like the real work uh, of my life. I, I also just kept having this sensation of like feet on the ground, feet on the ground, feet on the ground, Laura, like, like boots on the ground. And that my, where all of this really, I just kept thinking of my daughter, mm-hmm. of, of Alma, and that where all this really happens, right? Where all this really matters, where all of it really takes shape is in my my daily life, like with her. Um, I don't know how to quite explain it, but it was just like, in it mattered, like all of the, um, similar to you, like all the speakers, like that's beautiful. And all the, the outside stuff and the, and the sort of like sparkly things, are great and I want all of that too but that the the feet on the ground the the like moments that I lock eyes with someone and and share that you know share something the moments that you know I'm gonna go wake up my daughter and get her ready for school and we're gonna have breakfast and we're gonna probably fight and we're probably gonna you know like the daily the dailiness of my life is where this really happens it's where it matters and I I want to to stay in that yeah yeah I get it well and it's also like would you say it's also instead of like looking at like the five like kind of like Glenn or or looking at the five-year plan right yes yes rather than that it's like looking at the next right thing right and Mm -hmm. I think like that that has been one of the biggest lessons like I I resonate with that so much because that's been one of the biggest like I'm pretty chill about what I'm gonna do like you know compared to where I was Mm -hmm. let's actually let's say compared to where I was. yeah 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 (laughs) I wouldn't say I'm chill um I'm chill comparatively but like um I um but also like the biggest change that's happened for me is that I'm kind of just trusting if I do, if I just keep on doing the thing, the next thing in front of me, right? Like, which right now, like, by the way, is like the school that I'm running right now, which by the way, is like the membership program for like the people that have been through my program that I'm running right now. Well, not even that, which like, is like what's happening today. Like, what are you doing today? Well, I'm talking about work-wise. I'm, I am talking about like me, like the, for like, it's for me, it has always been 
how am I going to grow this thing? And looking 20 steps ahead and like thinking yeah. about like reading business, you know what I mean? Like it has been this like projection onto how and all of the unanswered questions. And then for me, one of the biggest changes was, um, I think like just, uh, looking at, um, like one of the biggest changes, honestly, was like, instead of looking at how, how am I going to serve all these people I want to serve, looking at the people I'm serving right now and the people right. that are like in front of me, um, and doing mm-hmm. that. And that has been one of the most phenomenal and monumental shifts, which is instead of looking at, totally. you know, like freaking out that I'm not doing enough or that it's not where it should be or whatever, it's really more of, of just like trusting, like if I just keep on showing up and doing the work and the work that's right in front of me, um, mm-hmm. you know, that it's, um, that it just works out. Like it's just crazy, but it, it builds on its own when you focus on, you know, actually building it <laughs> instead of yeah, worrying like, about what it's going to oh be. God, I so, so know what you mean. I mean, even just to the, to the point where I, I will, it, the the ride into New York was like sort of clenched it in a way for me because I was suffering so so I, I got there on late on Thursday night and I was like really in pain emotional pain um and I had earphones in my ears I was listening to music and I honestly didn't even realize I was like sitting with another person in the car I'm in an uber and I'm just crying and crying and crying and the and feeling so alone and feeling just crushed. And the driver reaches back to me and hands me tissues and starts talking to me. And for a minute I was annoyed because I'm like, I'm in my world. Don't t- stop talking to me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and he for- it forced me to pull out my ear earbuds and he was like, maybe, you know, you, you seem, you seem like you're, you're happy, you have a hard time. And I was like, right. There is a human here. There's a human in the car with you. I know. <laughs> that wants to connect with me and that when he says, maybe you tell me about it and, and it feels better. And it was like, okay, be here. This right. is the moment. This right. is the moment. All the pain is you projecting forward and back into what's not happening or what has already happened. Right. And it shifted fucking everything for a minute but that's all it is yeah it's <laughs> right? true it's so true and then it's the next minute oh god yeah no I get it well should we end this I do want to say before we do we have a workshop and we have an, one last workshop that we're adding on July 29th yeah. um, at Wonderlust in Los Angeles in West Hollywood Wonderlust in West Hollywood so July 29th we're doing a large workshop there um, and the never have, not broken workshop. Never not broken. We're working out the contract right now with Wonderlust, so we'll probably have advertisements for it. But mark your calendars, July 29th, twelve thirty. I think it's at twelve thirty p.m. Yeah, twelve thirty to three thirty p.m. on July 29th. Um, so please, we would love to see you guys. It'll be the last time Laura and I do anything for 2017, possibly for a while, just because we've got a lot of other stuff going on. Um, and so we'd love to see you there. Um, yeah. yeah, so, and I think that's, love it. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, thank you, Don and Taryn and Annie and Jean and all of you who put on this beautiful weekend oh, and all the women yes. that came and everybody that came in and said hi 
and um you know and all the women that weren't there that are just here you know Mm -hmm. like I know that there's not everyone was fortunate enough to get to do something like that um and and I think like we can just kind of rest easy in, in knowing that like we're whatever that was it was just a it was just the beginning so that's right yeah and all the people that came from other countries like I want to shout out to Sally, Sally from and her friend Loves Moira, you. who's gonna put us up in our big house. Moira, Moira, Moira. in Ireland, I can't wait to stay at your house. Your friend Sally said that we could. Um, anyways, Moira won the the raffle. It was really funny. I was like, Moira from Ireland. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right. Have an awesome day. I love you. Love you. Bye. Infinitely so You have been told these things before